This episode is brought to you in part by Wholehearted Love, a new book by Caleb and Stephanie Rouse. Overcome the barriers that hold you back in your relationships with God and with others and delight in feeling safe, seen, and loved with Wholehearted Love. For more information, go to Tyndale.com. I go in a hugger and then she kisses me and I go, oh. I'm taking that hell right now. I'm taking that You can just feel, I can feel the blood rushing out of my body. I'm just thinking, I'm taking that I'm taking the all right now. Welcome back to the Build a Better Us podcast. The president of Build a Better Us, BJ Thompson, and licensed therapist John J.P. Parker are about to discuss spiritual, relational, and personal development from a refreshing perspective. Be sure to stay tuned to the end to find out how you can become a part of the BBU Nation. But for now, we hope you enjoy this conversation with BJ and JP. Hello, everybody. I'm John Parker. And I'm BJ Thompson. And this is the Build a Better Us podcast. Today, we are talking about dating in 2018. And is it dating? A, yeah, is it a thing, bro? Is it a thing? Uh, I don't. I don't know if you would call it a thing. I. I think we would call it a situation. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we. If, if you all are new to the show, we had a podcast back called Situationships, and uh, people seem to not be learning from the game we're given. So we're coming up with a. Mm a different way to approach this this dating thing or whatever this thing is people are doing in 2018 if it's swiping right swiping left something i don't know yeah no they're, they're going swipe right swipe left and uh swipe up and down so. <laughs> 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 yeah we just want to help the people out man I, th- I think that there's a lot of confusion around the area of dating you know, you always call it the low-hanging fruit. Yeah. And I've yeah. had my share of lumps in this area of relationships. How about yourself, JP? Have you had your share of lumps and L's in the areas of dating and relationships? Man, I I think I'm still taking L's in relationships, but that's yeah. my <laughs> <laughs> But nah, bro, I, I took L after L after L uh, in, in this pre-modern world that we that I was living in back in the days, man. Hmm. Well, well, talk to us a little bit about the past and, you know, some of the, the, the ways things were um, before we start talking about the, the dating of 2018. What's dating in the past? What, what was that like for you? Yeah, for those that are old enough to remember, we used to have to go out in public. Um, used to have to Ooh, go. Did you? Really? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have the comforts of our phones and the internets when it came to trying to get your holler on, man. So, uh, you know, it was a lot of trial and error. It was a lot of uh, self-doubt and a lot of uh, confidence needed to approach a young lady, whether it was at a shopping mall or a grocery store or mm. at a, uh, an mm. event or an outing or a schoolyard. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it was wow. a level of courage that was necessary, uh, a level of even pride that had to take place growing up uh, to to kind of begin a dating relationship. Mm. 
Mm. Yeah, I, I remember having to go and build up the courage to talk to, you know, someone you desired yeah. at a dance. Um, mm. Ask them to go dance with yep. you or being at a grocery store at a mall mm-hmm. and having to build up the courage to approach a group of young women or individual, right? Like right. Yeah. figuring out how to have the right conversation. Uh, this is pre-internet, right? This is before the internet was actually out yeah. or accessible to the masses. Yeah. And so there wasn't a way to connect in a way that felt like romantic or yeah. any of those or any of those things. And so I just remember thinking like, yo, this is hard. This is not yeah. this yeah. is not as easy as I thought it was. Yo, bro, and bro, bro. to start out, what Wait, go ahead. You just reminded me of something. So I didn't mean to cut you off. I don't do this often, but do you remember go ahead. How- Did you just Kanye me? Go ahead. <laughs> you remind me of some amazing things that these like folks now will not know about, right? Do you remember a group of girls? Maybe all of them were bad, or maybe a few of them were bad, or you you could be attracted to a number of them, and then trying to remember which one actually, or trying to figure out which one might actually like you back before you made that. Wow. I didn't get that problem until later on in life. That that was a later on in life problem. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just saying, like, there was a point in time I remember when either you by yourself or you're with the homies, but you see a group of young ladies, and you're like, all right. One of these girls got to like me, hopefully, right? Wow. One of these girls has to like me. And then before, and these are people, you know, it could be strangers. Like you say, you could be at a mall, you could be at a party, whatever the case may be. But trying to figure out based on like you and what you present and what you perceive the girl would want from you, you have to choose out of this group who to approach. Because if you approach the wrong one, game over. But if you approach the right game one, over. Right, right. It's game on, game over. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yeah, my friend thought she was cute, but I don't. So it's like, ah, oh, well, let me holler at your friend. Now. Like, too late, too late. You should have hollered at her first. Anyway, I'm just, I'm sorry. <laughs> my own, my own issue there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? The, the craziest thing about it, man, I do remember having that dilemma in the seventh grade and just realizing, like, man, I'm not. I don't know which one should, who mm-hmm. should I choose? Am I making the right decision? And I, I remember even the, uh, do you remember the the pad? Cause you remember this is before pre-cell phone. Right. Remember having a pen and pad, a yep. phone book that you yep. carried around? Do you remember this? Yep. Uh, bro, right. we were so disrespectful. We used to drop pins in front of girls. He'd be like, yo, pick that no. up. <laughs> no, listen, you have to explain this to the people under 25 because this is like dinosaur days for them. So back in the day, back in my day, I never thought I'd be saying this. I'm old enough to say this now. Mm-hmm. There was a time where if you wanted to get someone's information and to contact them, you had a paper and pen because there weren't cell phones. There were only landlines. Yeah. And then you would have to get their number. They would have to write their number in your 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 phone book. Mm-hmm. And so so we would create like this long list of people we were interested in. And you just have this phone book where you could open it up yep. and look and go, oh, she, you know, left her number here. And so when I think about dating past, I think about a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about a lot of challenges. I think about a lot of uncertainty. And I think about the need to have a sense of courage that didn't necessarily equate um, a, an assured outcome, right? And, and I love that you're, you, you're somewhat saying this now, like you weren't sure. You don't know if you're making the right decision or the wrong decision. You just know that you have to make a decision if anything is going to happen. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> you gotta yeah, make bro. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, go ahead, go ahead. I, I, I realize. Oh no. I, I, a lot of fails in this department, and I was going to keep going, but we're going to continue. We're going to move along. My bad. Oh yeah, no, no. So I, I was going to ask you just in terms of because we're, we're talking about dating in 2018. Yeah. What would you say is the one of the benefits and the disadvantages of dating past and just the whole culture around it? What, oh, yeah. what would you say? Man, benefits all day was the ability to learn how to have conversations with people, hmm. the ability to learn how to handle rejection. Right. Mm. Um, knowing how to press past social awkwardness, because you remember back in the day, if you were trying to date somebody, bro, there was no room for social awkwardness. The socially awkward guys didn't go on dates. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So if you found yourself in that world, you had to come out of that shell at some point in time in order to secure a date. Like that was just the real. That's real talk, mm. bro. Like that. You know what I'm saying? Like for real. Mm. And so. Yeah. Uh, right. I mean, again, you didn't you didn't have it like that. You had all the game and all the you know what I'm saying all that's the right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Go ahead. For guys <laughs> who had to advance in the game, you know, I didn't come out the womb with it. Um, it was yeah. I mean, um, dealing with disappointment or rejection, bro. When I when I tell you, I have seen so many unregulated, like child boy men growing up who couldn't handle a girl saying no, like yo, can I get your number? No. Uh, let me holler at you, no, and then being disrespectful, uh, calling the girls' names. I've seen a guy. Ooh, go ahead, JP. Go ahead. attack a girl because she would not give him give him her phone number, and I was like, "Yo, this is the most like disrespectful, childish, foolish thing I've ever seen in my life." But bro, dudes back in the day, like now, you can if some if you swipe left or swipe right. Well, we get into the now, but like if back in the day, like. Dudes, I don't know, their, their their emotions were so fragile when it came to like, hey, I have to work up the courage. I have to go talk to you. And if you reject me, like the walk of shame leaving that situation, and some dudes weren't able to have that. The walk of shame. The men had to do the walk of shame. Go ahead. Yeah. And so I think on the negative side, I think, if you know, yeah, I wasn't trying to make light of the idea that people were getting abused. But like, you know, the, the negative side was like, yo, like there was a lot of courage that had to get to take place in order to approach a female and try to get her number and try hmm. to date. And if someone wasn't mature and if they weren't raised right, if they didn't have a man to explain to them like, yo, you know, it's about averages, you know what I'm saying? It's about numbers. You know what I mean? if you, if you put your bids out there 10 times, if you get three bites on the line, like, all right, cool. Like that's, 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 a, you know, that's okay. If you get one out of 10, that's okay. Um, and yeah. so I think that was a, a problem that there wasn't enough OG sometimes to kind of, um, walk guys through the process of knowing what it feels like to be rejected, if that makes sense. Yeah, so I would say in, in Dating Pass, from my observation, um, in a lot of ways, Dating Pass had to do with, with kind of what you're saying, the idea of uncertainty. And it's just a lot of uncertainty. And you got to plow through because there isn't any help coming. You better be courageous. And just because you with a group of friends and they're courageous doesn't mean you're going to have a date. Right. You still right. have to be courageous. I, I remember when, you know, it used to be, and, and I'll take it back a little bit, and I'm sure they're probably doing this today because I'm married, been married for 16 years. JP, you've been married for how long? Seven. Seven. I remember when the only easy way to secure a date was when your friend, your when your close friends was dating someone and then they had a friend. Yep. And so what happened is in order for you to spend time with this person, yep. you would then have to be figure out if it was possible for you to spend time with the friend's friend, right? Your friends right. 
love interest friend, right? And that was always a scary time because you didn't know what kind of friends your friend's girlfriend had, right? Like you never knew what that was. So there was always this anxiety. And we would call this thing, call it blind date. Blind date. And a blind date. Come on, man. I go go back, right? A Mm -hmm. blind date is when you show up to meet someone you've never seen, you have no information on, you have no context for, and yet Mm -hmm. you're hoping that it works itself out, that someone arranged a time for you to spend together. And now you have to build the courage up to be present somewhere. You don't know what they look like. And you're supposed to have a good date. That's a blind date, right? And so what I would say is in dating in past, it took way more, much more courage. And, but also the disadvantage, there was much more ambiguity. There was uncertainty. There was a lack of information about the individual. You couldn't Google them. You couldn't Facebook them. You couldn't figure out more information without having to, you had to actually come into contact with the person. Yeah. Yeah. In order to do so. And and oftentimes you would waste a lot of time. And so I would say those were my experiences. And, you know, truth be told, I wasted a lot of time in the wrong relationships and found, you know, very quickly that whatever I thought I was doing, even though I was spending time, I wasn't gaining any traction. So talk to us about what you see, even as you work with clients in dating present. So we talked about dating past, the difficulty, but also the benefits. What do you see in the dating present, in the insecure age? What, what do you see, JP? I mean, I guess you, well, you want positive negatives or just general observations? What uh, general, I mean, your observations and just dating yeah. in present. I mean, dating present. 2018 man, dating. Go ahead. 2018 dating, man. It's, it's one of those. <laughs> I mean... It goes right, right? Because people still get married. People are still falling in love. People are still, you know, going through mm-hmm. the rigmarole of, of all of that. But I think that part of the, the 2018 issue is that it seems to be a lot more superficial. And so I feel like- Let's start with the positive, negative, Ned. Oh, you got to start. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You got to start with the positive, JB. You'll be the no right, right on the parade right. this day. What's, okay, what's the good right, things, right. bro? Go ahead. things is you don't have as much rejection as you had. Back in the day, all right. Like you can, mm. you can go to app, you can go to a website, um, and you can say, "Hey, I like you." Swipe one way. I don't like you. Swipe the other way. And if they respond, mm. yeah, you know what I'm saying. They even have some sites you go to where the girls are the ones that have to initiate, you know, the contact. So you know, oh, like, really? hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, does it get any easier? Does the game get any easier for a guy? Was like, yo, all I got to put my profile up, and she'll come to me. You know what I mean? So. Sheesh. If that's a positive, you know, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying not to I'm trying to be impartial. Yeah, I appreciate that you're growing, oh, you're growing. Yeah, I'm growing. Yeah, thank you, thank you. One, one one session at a time, man. I appreciate this time. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's 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 easier. How about that? It's easier to initiate the process. Um, if that's a positive, you don't have right. to have the sweaty palms. You don't have to get nervous and and you know uh, vomit before you go and meet the per- you know and, and approach the person. It just comes as part of the process now. Yeah, no, I, I I listen to this. I have gone on tons of blind dates. I remember being on the, well, at the time, because the internet was not accessible to the masses and it, it definitely didn't create opportunities to date in that way. I remember being on what was known as the chat line, JP. Do you remember this? Oh, this is oh. a party line. The party on, line man. on the phone, bro. on the phone, on the landline phone. When, when the yeah. landline, for those of you who are under 25, 
is basically a phone that is plugged into a wall in your home. Yep. And if you want to grab it, you have to hold on. There's a string attached to it. You sit in one space and you have a conversation. Okay. You can't walk all around the house, right? You can't walk all around the house and have conversations. You have to yep. sit in a very specific area and dialogue with people, right? But I yep. remember, and, and this is right before they created the cordless phone, mm-hmm. which was a rechargeable phone as you walk around the house. Mm-hmm. But I remember being on the phone with 20 to 30 to 40 people who I had never seen yep. and having to decide based off a of voice, come on, was this person attractive or not? Right. Like we're talking real blind dates. We're talking, hmm, you sound cute. <laughs> you sound attractive, right? Yep. Right? You sound like you could have your life together. I remember <laughs> the side note. I'm going to tell y'all a story. It's an Wait, embarrassing no. story for me. I'm going to tell y'all the embarrassing story, okay? Because I know our audience loves to hear this. So, okay. I didn't. I wasn't prepared to do this, but I'm going to do this. Right. So one day, young woman calls my house. And she is, it's clear, you know, she has the wrong number. She asked for someone. Clear she has the wrong number. And I go... Um, well, this is the wrong number, but who is this? Oh, this is Sharon. <laughs> All right, cool, right? Yeah. I'm 16 years old. I'm on the phone with Sharon. I say, Sharon, what's what's going on? What what are you doing? So we proceed to get into a conversation. So I'm talking to Sharon, and you know, five minutes turned to 10 minutes, 10 minutes turned to 20 minutes, 20 turned yeah. to 50 minutes on the phone okay. with Sharon, right? Okay. Never met a random call, right? So then after that, we build a frequent relationship of conversation. Now, remember, Mm. this is pre-internet. This is pre-Facebook. This is pre-all the visuals that you would get, right? (laughs) So we talked for two or three months. Finally, we arranged to meet up. And Mm -hmm. and this is when I was um, a a youth, uh, what what many of my colleagues would say these days, a youth. youth. And I said, hey, we'll just have your... You know, guardian, bring you over. We'll hang out. Well, Sharon shows up to my house at 16 years old Mm. and gets out the car. Now, remember, Sharon sounds, you know, like she's a very attractive woman on the phone. On the phone. Yeah. On the phone, right? This is when deep voices was out. This is when you could sound like you were pretty, right? Yeah, Yeah. And Sharon shows up to my house. My dad is under his car working on something. He looks at her, smirks at me, like, wow, what's going on? And then he <laughs> crawls back under the house. JP, I'm freaked out. Listen, Sharon doesn't look anything like what she sounded, okay? Now yeah, I'm in a situation. This is a real situation, okay? I'm burying my soul for the Build a Better Us podcast. She walks into my house, and I never forget this moment. She walks in to hug me, and I go mm. in to hug her. And huh? instead, because again, we've been talking very seriously for the last three, four months, building yeah. a relationship, right? I go in to hug her, and then again, I'm already embarrassed that she's walking in. She's not, you know, my flavor, right? Yeah. I'm, I'll just leave it at that. She's not my flavor at all. Yeah. I go in to hug her, and then she kisses me, and I go, oh. Oh, <laughs> I'm 
I'm taking that hell right now. I'm taking that. You can just feel, I can feel the blood rushing out of my body. I'm just thinking, I'm taking that. I'm taking that all the way right now. Listen. I'm taking the ultimate L right now. So I am sitting oh, no. with this with Sharon. I can't believe this is happening. And I'm taking the ultimate L on this blind date with this person that I have never seen. And I go, oh my God, this is really bad, right? <laughs> the fact that I am experiencing the difficulty of this all because I did not have access to be mm-hmm. able to see a visual to get information without bias, to be mm-hmm. able to look at friend groups and just the whole nine. So what I would say is dating a past was so difficult because you didn't know. Like yeah. everything was a, an unknown thing. And so I would say dating a present, the benefit is you get to know, right? So, you know, people talk about stalking your profiles and seeing your pictures. Yeah. JP, I don't have to know you to figure out who you're friends with, yeah. what are the things you communicate, you yeah. know, on a public space? What do you look like, right? Where do you, you know, supposedly live? Those small pieces of information mm-hmm. are critical. Had I known that about Sharon, had I seen mm-hmm. a picture, profile, yeah. or FaceTime, we yeah. wouldn't have talked for three months. Oh, bruh. Bruh, it would have been cut short. I, I wouldn't have swiped left. I would have swiped what is left. No. <laughs> I, listen, I would have swiped No. Left no, right? And so what I would say is the advantage of dating in 2018 is you get to get all of that in more Mm -hmm. before you even have to come into contact with that person. And even if you just met them, right? Right. And they follow you on IG or you could see the IG or you could see their Facebook, you could see the Twitter or Snapchat. I guess kids are doing, I don't really know what the kids are doing. I guess it's Snapchat. You get to see those things before you engage in a meaningful way. So what I would say is, because and I have to say this, because I think we oftentimes talk about the relationship dating in 2018 as a disadvantage. I actually think that there are huge advantages that generations of past did not possess. Any other advantages that you see in dating 2018? I mean, if, if, if you want to look at it from that angle, I, I, I can. Positive. Um, I'm a positive brother. I'm positive. Go ahead. Yeah, got um, that being cynical, John. So, you know, being positive, John, I think that <laughs> if we're looking at it from a mental health standpoint, right, there is a lot yeah. of investment that you make in someone over the phone in three months only to be disappointed when you see them in real life, right? So oftentimes I think that when you're able to not have that emotional investment, it makes disappointment a lot easier. You understand what I'm saying? So, for instance, let me give you an example. So, I'm, assu- I'm ass- assuming you were disappointed when said young lady came to the crib, right? Sharon, bro, yes, I was hurt. Yes, <laughs> My soul hurt. was hurt. Well, I spent three right. months talking to her. Go ahead. Right? In 2018, that doesn't have to happen unless you're getting catfished, right? Yeah. Ooh. And that's a whole other thing. That might need to be a whole other show. But... Uh, for those of you that may be unfamiliar with being catfish is, is when somebody presents themselves online as someone, and then when you meet them in real life, or if you ever meet them in real life, uh, they they are not who they say they are. So they may steal mm. somebody's 
you're off the internet. They may pretend like there's somebody. Whenever you try to see them, they say their camera doesn't work or they don't have a camera phone or a smartphone. Uh, you know, they, they come up with some excuse. They're out of data. You know, they, they live in a cave. You know, there's always some reason that their video doesn't work. Oh, uh, my gosh. Go ahead. So, so now... You know, if as long as you're not being catfished, you don't have to have to make that same emotional investment and you don't have to have that same disappointment. Um, good. That, you know what I mean? That, and that's 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 real for people, you know. Good. No, good. I, I appreciate your positivity. You. Let's Thank talk you. about some of the challenges of 2018 dating and, and then we'll start wrapping up. And I, you know what it sounds like to me? When you mm-hmm. do a part two. Yeah. When you yeah. do a part two, dating in 2018 part two. Go ahead. What? What are some of the challenges that you see that you just observe as you look at dating in 2018? Because of this uh, virtual world, I think people don't know how to handle flaws that come with individuals. Um, and what mm, I mean by that, what do you mean? Go ahead. So when you're when you're when you're online dating or when you're looking at profiles or whatever the case may be, you make a decision solely based on what you read and what you see, right? I like mm. her. I like like I like him, he's handsome. Oh, okay, I like their profile. If they even have something meaningful in their profile, right? So you begin the conversations, you start talking. Back in the day, due to the nature of dating, you had to find out a lot more about a person in person, right? You had to ask questions, you had to probe, you had to be around them, you had to see their quirks, you had to see their ticks that you had to be around their, you know, they like to wipe their nose, you know what I'm saying, at inappropriate times, or they like to do certain things. But online, you don't have to see that. You know what I mean? When you're, mm. when you're, you know, swiping left and swiping right, you can hide a lot of those things, right? People can hide a lot of those things. And so when you're dating now, people can put on their best face online. They can put up their best picture online. They can get the right angle and get the right selfie. But you don't really, you know, you don't have to until it's, you know, maybe too late, perhaps, you know, you've already spent the money. You already, you know, met the person, you know, uh, on the date, but you don't get that, that authentic experience of like, yo, like, I, I know you deeply. And maybe you do, maybe by swiping text messages or emails, you can get that. But I feel like it's something about the, the personal interaction that allows you to make a decision. Because you, people fall in love before they even had their first date now. Because of what people, because what people are typing, because of their profile picture. Back in the day, like, no, we had to convince each other, like, this is something that we need to move forward. But was stalkers, no, 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 let's not act like they weren't stalkers. We wouldn't stalk a page, but we stalk a person. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. That That's for sure. For sure. <laughs> But I'm saying like now, like you can be full blown in love and have never had met the person. You've never been in their wow. personal space. You never see how they keep their car. You never see how they like to shave or don't like to shave. You know, it's just a lot of things, bro. Wow. Yeah, I, I would say this This is a great point. And then we can start talking about a few applications. I think that the E, the challenge is that there's so much ease in trying to make a connection that you don't necessarily create the skills that mm-hmm. you need to keep that connection, right? And so the greatest challenge that I see, yeah, it is. It, it's You have access, right? You have more information. You can see visuals. You don't have to go on a blind, scary date. You don't have to be catfished, right? And I've been catfished. I've, met a, I've been on a bunch of blind dates before. Yep. The challenge, though, is this, is even though in that failure, I had to develop a skill. I had to learn how to be interpersonal. I had to develop the ability to grow a conversation because I didn't have all the accessibility to everything. And so I think the greatest challenges that I see with those who are dating in 2018 is they've never had to practice the difficulty of connection. Yeah. Yeah. Either 
themselves or the person that they're dating. Therefore, a lot of the relationships are just their um, cotton candy. Uh, I call them cotton candy relationships. I don't know if, you, if any of you have had cotton candy. It tastes I amazing. It I is. remember it's my favorite thing, right? A big yeah. spoon of of this fluffy, what looks <laughs> to be cotton-like material, right? You get it right. from the fair primarily, but you can get it in different places. It used to be you can get it in a lot of places. Yeah. But the moment you put it into your mouth, though it looks very fluffy and very thick, the saliva meets that thing. And because it is made of sugar, it begins to dissolve immediately, right? It disappears immediately. Yeah. And so what I see is the greatest challenge in 2018 dating is that though you can make the, the connection, the relationships, because they don't have the depth, they resolve mm-hmm. so quickly that you begin to convince yourself in your mind the relationships don't work. Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is, it's not that relationships don't work still. It's that people don't know how relationships work. Therefore, they cheapen the experience by trying to take shortcuts in the moment. Yeah. Bro, what's bro? <laughs> Bro, it's so easy to cut ties now. Like you just remind me of this thing. Like because of the nature of of not responding or not have or not swiping or not, you know what I'm saying? Not like having to go out, put forth the effort, even go on the bad blind date because you're already there. So let me just finish this date. It's so easy to not become emotionally invested, emotionally like secure. Mm. It's easy to cut ties, and people don't know what it's like. Oftentimes, to kind of develop those deep emotional ties. So the first sign of hardship in relationships, they cut and run. Hmm. And that is a product of this shallowness that you're talking about. It just reminded me of like a palm tree versus an oak. You know what I'm saying? Like a palm tree, you know, it bends but don't break and it, it only takes shallow roots, but like it's not very sturdy. You know what I'm saying? But an oak tree is planted, it's solid, it's not moving, you know, unless it gets very old and, you know, it's, it's dying or rotting away. But like 2018 relationships remind me of the, the, the palm tree. They bend, they bend, they bend. Yeah, they don't break, but it's, 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 it's too flexible. You know, it's not very sturdy. It's not very strong. You know, it's not. It's not very. Anyway, I'm stopping. Okay, because I'm trying to be. Positive. No, this is this is this is amazing. Um, you know, even as I, I, I listen to you, you, you know, it feels like this conversation is very has a lot of depth and a lot of pain. And sometimes when you find yourself in a lot needing a lot of answers, it's difficult, right? You you want to try to get some generic answers, but you need some very specific answers and. I think probably more appropriately, you know, it's challenging because you need personal contact to explain your situation. What would you recommend for anyone who needs personal connection to explain their situation to help them get out of the rut of the new challenges they face? Yeah, man, I think they would need to, without haste, without hesitation, run over to the Build a Better Us website, buildabetterus.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at the section with the life coaches on there. You, and this is kind of like 2018, right? You can see a profile and you can read a, a read a bio and you can make a choice. <laughs> sure. And for and for 30 minutes, you can get a free session and sit back and try to sort things out and understand why in 2018 your dating isn't going the way you want it to. Wow. Wow. Yeah, because our goal is to help you become a better you so that we can become a better us. Thanks for listening. Thank you for tuning in to the Build a Better Us podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever podcasts are played. 
You too can become a part of the BBU Nation today by continuing these discussions on social media. Be sure to go like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter at Build a Better Us, and on Instagram at BBU Social. To keep up with other exciting events and resources, visit our website at buildabetterus.com. On behalf of the entire BBU team, we'll see you next time on the Build a Better Us podcast.